Uh, welcome to the broadcast today. I've uh, got some things today that if you listen carefully, even though it won't be a long message, it could be something that could change or alter your life. So, uh, you know, God's Word is life-giving for sure, but you know, there's some corrections I believe that the body of Christ needs. And you know, uh, that isn't my normal mode, I guess, to go out and begin to track, correct people, but at the same time, uh, in all the efforts that I I do and many, many people around me, uh, we are always trying to increase people's faith. But then sometimes I wonder what are people doing with their faith? I want to go back and uh, this will be exciting for you, I believe. I believe it will open up some uh, ideas, uh, not ideas, but I think it will open up your eyes something in your own life. So this is kind of speaking up to, to you. And of course, if it doesn't apply to you, that's fine. But um, I believe it'll apply to any of us. Uh, it certainly applies to me anyway. So let's get started here. And I just ask the Lord to open our eyes, our ears, and to hear what he's got to say in Jesus' name. So, you know, I started uh, some things here uh, several days ago in Isaiah 10, and I won't focus on that a lot except I want to reread this scripture and you must get your Bible out and read this too. And, and here's the, the, the thing that you must know about verse 13 and thir 14. These are, these are is the devil speaking. This is the devil speaking, gloating about how he has blinded the eyes of God's people. Okay, and he says, by the strength of my hand, I've done it. Again, this is a devil boasting. And by my wisdom, I am prudent. Also, I have removed the boundaries of the people. I have robbed their treasures. So I put down the inhabitants like a valiant man. My hand has found like a nest the riches of the people. And as one gathers eggs that are left, I've gathered all the earth. And there was no one who moved his wing nor opened his mouth with even a people peep. Okay, you've got a, a statement here that could be reiterated today by a, a certain group of people. They're boasting about how they've ransacked our nation. He said, by my strength, he's boasting about my wisdom, and also I have removed the boundaries of the people. Do you ever stop and think what that means? That means that but by ransacking people, hoodwinking them, blinding them to things that, of goodness, he's able to remove the boundaries. Everything is okay today. Everything's okay except we want you to say things right. Other than that, everything's okay. Everything that we ever grew up thinking was sin uh, of any kind, it's okay today. That's what the boundaries are. But we rush through that. Uh, taking the treasures of the people and so on and forth. But the worst issue is the last verse. And there was no one who moved his wing and no one opened their mouth even with a peep. Robbing God's people and nobody's saying a word. Now, who is that applying to? Well, it could be me. It <laughs> could be you. <laughs> and Sandy said I need to smile more even when I'm serious. So I'm smiling right now because I realize this could be good news. You know, this could be a key because, you know, I, I don't know just how to say things all the time. But, you know, I, I thought of what it said over here in James. I'll just move there quickly. And some of you are familiar with this passage. Some aren't. But it says in... Uh, this is the second chapter of James, 
And in verse 14, what does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith and does not have works? What can faith, how can faith save him? Can faith save him? Well, then we go on through uh, in uh, talking about some works here. My brother and sister, naked, destitute, daily food, and so on. Depart in peace, warm, you know, the, the things that we would do passively. But in verse 17, thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. Okay, and then we can just skip on to another one down here a little ways <coughs> in um, uh, verse 19. You believe that there's one God? You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Uh, and in verse 22, skipping through these, just just for speed, do you see that faith was working together with his works, speaking of Abraham, and by works uh, faith was made perfect? Uh, and then in verse 26, for as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Okay, we're talking about works here. You know, uh, let, let's visualize that just a minute. Now, you know, we know, we know that we're born again. We're going to heaven. Praise God. That's what we're told. Make Jesus the Lord of your life. Uh, you, you confess Jesus with your mouth. You believe in your heart. God raised him from the dead. You're headed for heaven. However, God gave us this, this earth and, and I believe this nation to preserve it, to do some things here that he wanted done. So here we go. We, we were talking about works and faith. And you know, what about works? You know, what are those things? Those are actions. Those are actions. Things that you act actually show you know, it's kind of like, um, uh, you might even say, well, how do people know you're a Christian? Well, how do they know I'm a Christian? Well, you know, I'm a cowboy. Now, I might not be dressed as one this very day, but I'm, I grew up a cowboy. I'm basically in my bones. I'm a cowboy. Other people say, well, I'm a cowboy. And it's an old saying, uh, you know, if you say you're a cowboy, I won't really know until I see you on a horse. Uh, now, that may sound funny and crude and judgmental, but, you know, in a reality, it's true. If you are a, a sayer of something, there should be something displayed of it. And that's where we get into being a believer. What are, what are these works? Well, Jesus said, um, he's, and I'll just read it so you know I'm staying scriptural today. In John, he say here in chapter 14, uh, in verse 12, most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, uh, he will do, and greater works shall I do because I go to the Father. Okay, now there's some works right there. And if you want to read about certain works, follow after Jesus. You say, well, he, was just, he just did this and he just did that. Yeah, but he also went into the... He went into the temple and tipped over the, the money changers. You know, a lot of people think this Jesus, they, their little Jesus is some fluffy thing that's still on the cross. No, he's not on the cross anymore. He's raised from the dead. And then when he walked in the earth, now let's, I want you to think about this because I might be aiming at sometimes at the manly man that doesn't want to display that he's really a believer. Now, I'm, I, I, I don't want people to know it. I want to be a kind of a silent Christian. Well, here's Jesus. Now, you think he was kind of a fluffy, nothing man, just somebody went around being a preacher and doing all that stuff. How do you think, it, what do you think right now it'd take to grab a bunch of those rugged fishermen? You know, those fishermen in that day and even this day, you go down to a, a fishing port, you start gathering up some of these hard-working, sea-going fishermen, you better, be a, uh, you better be a leader to lead them. 
Well, why do I say that? Well, because I want you to know, I want you to get a grasp of what Christianity is. You know, a Christian, the word Christian means Christ-like. Well, if Christ-like, then that means that you should be interested in what it took to be Christ-like. And it's not about all this holiness either. It is, it is good, you know, holiness is important and all that, but it's the works. Why am I talking about this? Well, I'll just bring it right down to the surface right now today. We have so much going on in this nation, so much going on in this nation. I mean, there's horrible stuff, you know. Uh, you know, I just talked about James. I talked about what is a Christian, and I, I talked about those things. But, you know, when I think about everything that's going on, all, all the accusations, all the, the cancel culture, all the things that want to rob us of our pick, our Christian heritage and of everything else going on. There's they, everything is racist. You know, if you're a Christian, you're probably just automatically racist, and it, and they get away with it. How about babies? How about babies? How about that? How about the the sin we see in in uh, marriages and so on? And and it's so obvious and so clear. And the Bible says there that Satan says nobody's saying a word. So these are some true works. These are works. We need to do something. And I tell you, in Jesus' name, uh, I don't know how popular this particular message will be, but, I, but I'm only getting started here because, you know, prior to this, I talked about, uh, about some uh, scriptures that really had something to do with whatever we're doing what are we about you know I, i'm going to make it just as simple as i can you know we we uh, maybe go around and make sure and a lot of people just silently want people to know they're christians just so they can fit in but you know out in public what are they doing about it see and and the thing is you want to get in the fight with these things you want to protest but you need to make sure that you know that you're the lord is with you you want people to know it don't be quiet and silent about it you know i i i'm a guy that's been out there and been criticized for being a little bit vocal you know it's like there's levels of christianity there's well you can just kind of slide into church and hope people see you in the pew so you'll be uh you know accepted in the community as a christian but then there's those that stand up and and they start telling people about jesus and the next thing you know People don't want to be around you. You know, I remember when I got born again, and I'll just say this quickly. Uh, I, we didn't get born in church. We, we were trying to go to a local major denominational church, which, you know, uh, that we didn't know the difference. But I read a book, found out Jesus died for me, made Jesus the Lord of my life. One day, uh, one of the elders in the big church stopped by to see me in my office. We were in business at that time. And we are having a visit, and I said, I said to this man, I said, why didn't you tell me about Jesus? And he just got up and walked out of my office. That was too bold for him. He couldn't, he had no answer. He just went to that church so he could show up like everybody else. And so, well, that's just one thing. But I want to tell you something. We, there's, ha our nation is under attack. And we, all I see too much of this is people complaining about it. Oh, do you know what they're doing now? Do you know what they're doing now? And it's all over Facebook. They do this. Do you realize what they're doing now? Well, yeah, we already know what they're doing. The bottom line is, what are you going to do about it? You know, there's just something that it, it, I keep telling you about this faith thing. 
Uh, you know, and I, I keep talking about that, and I'm going to hit this real quickly. This one scripture I've been bringing forth here recently. So in verse 21 of chapter 21 of Matthew, so Jesus answered, said, because they said, why, why, why can't we do certain things? He said, I surely I say to you, have faith and do not doubt. You will not only do what is done to this fig tree, but also if you say to the mountain, be removed, cast into the sea, it shall be done. And all things, whatever you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. You so, so, so what does that scripture mean? That means if you rise up right now, I mean, you say, well, I should go do something. And then what comes up, there's great big doubt. Oh, I don't know what I'm going to do when I get there. I can't do this. Somebody else must be able to do that. I'll just go get in my little chair over there and, and I'll pray a prayer, you know, like God sent somebody out to do this job. Uh-uh. No, no, that's where doubt entered in and filtered you out and you, you, you became lifeless. Christians, we have got to rise up right now. If I never cut another message, which I will, of course, if I never cut another message, I want to tell you something that if you want an answer, if you want, if you want to be blessed, you step out into some of these things. So many people want things from God. You know, they get a shopping list, and I want this, and they want that, and, and, and so on and so forth. But the bottom line is, what are you giving back to him? You know, are you helping preserve this nation that he brought about and blessed in so many ways? And I'll bet you right now I'm looking in there, you probably have a serious blessed life in a lot of ways. Now, maybe you don't. Maybe you're going through some things. But you want to get out of those things? Start getting involved with God's work. I'm telling you. You say, well, Gary, this isn't a very good preacher. You may say, Gary, this is awesome preaching. But I want to tell you something. It's fruit. If you get a hold of it, and if you don't know what to do with all this, ask the Lord. Say, God, I just saw in your scripture here that I could ask some things. And if I believe them, you bring them to pass. How about open doors to people's lives? How about open doors to speak and speak out against some of these things that are robbing our nation? How about going over there to that scripture in uh, Isaiah 10 and realizing that might be speaking to you, might be speaking to me. It's speaking to all of us. So anyway, this gets long. I'm stopping right now. God bless you. We'll follow up on this. Uh, but you just have a blessed day, but take this seriously. Take this seriously because God does. He wants to bless your life, get involved with his program. You might be surprised what he'll do with your life and bring some great things into your treasures in Jesus' name. Amen.